The following podcast is rated D for dumb. You're listening to Dumbing It Down with Dave, the fastest podcast on earth. Listen to Dave commute to and from work on the New York State Thruway in his 2009 Honda Fit. He talks about pragmatism, truth, happiness, and the search for it all. Join Dave as he asks and tells you how life ought to be. And now, here's Dave. Here's Dave. Here I am. May 13. It's a Monday, and it's 12, 11 p.m. I'm on my way home from therapy. Are you ready to dumb it down? Wow. That's how I felt about a couple of minutes ago when I was in therapy. I was like, yeah, yeah. I'm telling somebody all my problems, and they're agreeing that I'm right, and they are wrong. Yeah. yeah. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Dumbing It Down with Dave. This is Dave Canyon, your one and only solo Dumbing It Down with Dave podcast host. Um, It is the fastest podcast on earth. It's also pragmatism, truth, happiness, and the search for it all. And I just did a little searching with my therapist, Linda. I have another Linda in my life. I have a Lynn, a Linda, and a Linda in my life. And uh, all of them are excellent. I'm happy to know them all. But this one is in Rhinebeck, New York. I've uh, been seeing this therapist for several years. And it's good. It's good. I, I, uh, uh, I like therapy. I like uh, having somebody uh, to talk to that is a, a third party, a professional. Uh, for those of you who have never done it, I know there's a lot of apprehension about it. Oh, I don't want to confide. I don't want people to know, blah, blah, blah. There's so many. There's got to be a, a top 100 things that people say why they don't go to therapy. Oh, I don't need it. What would I talk about? I don't need to talk to anybody. They, they, nobody understands me. Um, Whatever. What do they expect of me? I don't know what I'm going to say. I can't imagine I have something to say every week. You don't have to go every week. You can go bi-weekly. You can go once a month. You know, oh, it's so expensive. That's not really true. A lot of the fees you can negotiate. Anyway, it's a process. So my feeling is if you don't have a wise woman or a wise old man in your life, like that, that rock of Gibraltar, I don't even know what that is, actually. But if you don't have like a, a, a Mount Rushmore guy or a girl or, or uh, whatever, if you don't have that go-to person, then it's probably not a bad idea to go seek some therapy. And you could definitely control it as far as once a week, once every other week, once a month, once whenever you feel like it. Some therapists will let you do once whenever you feel like it. The problem is you won't be able to nail down a specific time, most likely. Like uh, when I was on a regular basis, I was always Mondays at 10, Mondays at 10, Mondays at 10. Um, but, you know, I kind of lost that spot because I didn't see ther- my therapist since like October, November of 2018. But today was nice. It was nice to go back. And by the way, if you're a religious sort, I always have this thought in my head because of my buddy Mark. If, uh, if you are of a religious type, uh, you might only want to see a pastor or a rabbi or something like that. Well, I can understand that, but, you know, I would ask, ask you, how's that working out for you? Is that working out good for you? And, uh, you know, do they have that confidentiality agreement that, uh, that my therapist does have? I don't know the answers to that. I'm not critiquing. I'm saying, go see a rabbi, go see your pastor, go see a priest, go to confession, whatever it is that you think might work for you. But if it doesn't work for you, 
consider the option that you can come uh, and see a therapist. You can go see a therapist. Sometimes you'll see one that's five minutes away. In this particular case, I have to drive all the way from Saugerties to Rhinebeck, which is a little bit more than a half-hour drive. And frankly, uh, it's, you know, yeah, it's a little difficult for me, um, especially today that uh, I had to make an 11 a.m. appointment, not a 10 a.m. appointment. That's one hour I lose. And uh, now it's 12.15 I'm on my way home. I should already be in bed. So I have a bottle of melatonin waiting for me. I have some chamomile tea. And uh, hopefully I will fall asleep and then wake up later this afternoon, early this evening, and go to work because I'm working overtime now. If I didn't have to work today, it would be a lot easier for me to make a, a, a later appointment. So anyway, you have the power to decide what you want to do, how much you want to do it, when you want to do it, where you want to do it, who you want to do it with. And you, you, need, you know, the important thing is to find the one person in your life that you can trust. It's kind of like going on a date. You know, it really is. For me, like every week, it was kind of like, every session is kind of like being on a date. And some dates are much better than others. Some dates, you really open up. And some dates, uh, you're kind of like, you walk out of there going, oh, what was that all about? I don't, why did we go down that road? I didn't want to go down that road. But as, as somebody who appreciates, appreciates the organics of life, I don't even know if I'm using that word correctly, but the, you know, the... Um, the naturalness of life where I believe the universe will eventually come to me or I'll come to the universe or whatever. You know, just kind of like go in, say hello. And we, we always have tea. She makes me tea. Uh, we started that, I don't know how long into the session where uh, she asked me, I said, oh, I'd love to have some tea. And she had all these different teas and it was kind of like nice to have a different tea in a different session. It's just a little thing. It doesn't cost too much, you know. Um, anyway, you know, uh, it might be, you, you can come in with a coffee, a, a water, a coffee, or whatever. But, you know, we share a tea. She makes me tea. Today's tea wasn't really hot. That's really odd. It was, like, really lukewarm. And then I get worried about the five minutes or so it takes for her to go up to the kitchen and make the tea. I'm like, eh, sometimes I wish I said no. And eh, no tea. Let's just get to it. I want to talk. I need that extra couple of minutes. So, yeah, um, it's nice to have that. And today was a nice session because, of course, we talked about the last eight months or so that I haven't seen her and what's gone down with my mother my father, and my sister, and my uh, my friends, my depleters. The, the, I can't even call them friends anymore. The uh, the depleters in my life, my uh, my related depleters, my friendly or unfriendly depleters, and all that stuff. And uh, you know, she was very agreeable, which I expected her to be. And sometimes I am a little suspicious. Like, hey, you know what? That's a little bit too much agreeing. I got to be wrong in here somewhere. I can't be that well thought out that everything I do is correct. But. Um, and that's not a brag on my part. Sometimes I wonder, how come she's not saying, you know, Dave, that's wrong. <laughs> I, I almost never hear that. You know, Dave, that's wrong. You really shouldn't have done that. Or maybe it's, I never hear it because, you know what, Dave, you do put a lot of thought into it. You put a lot of thought into your relationships. And yeah, these people are depleters. And you should have realized this 20 years ago and 30 years ago. You should have recognized those signs where... If you're giving more than you're getting, then you need to stop these relationships. Or you need to deal with them in such a way where they don't deplete you as much and you don't feel as obligated to complete them. And then I wonder, well, what kind of a relationship is that? What does that even look like? Is that the relationship that the rest of the world is having with the rest of the world? Are there just a bunch of people out there who are not worried about being depleted and not worrying about being completed and they're not worrying about repleting and... Like, I don't know what's going on out there. And how would I know? Uh, although, I guess, based on some of the conversations I've had with some of you, um, that 
some of you do have the same types of relationships, uh, relationships I have, whether you have relationships with depleters or you have these sort of superficial relationships or just not as deep. Like if you really deplete me and then you really replete me, which I don't know if that's a word. I'm just using that. You know, replenish. I know it's replenish, but I'm just going to use replete because it sounds the same as deplete. Um, I would like the, the, the English language to have a complete 100% opposite of deplete that sounds exactly like deplete. So just in case that's not a word, I don't care. I'm using replete. I'm making that a word. I'm just going to do that. And you're going to understand what that means. Um, you know, uh, if, uh, if you don't replete me, I, I don't mind that you deplete me, but as long as you replete me, then I know that we have a relationship. I just feel like people are just taking way too much and giving me too little. I talked about that in the last episode, episode 119. I hope you enjoyed it, episode 119. I thought that was pretty good. You know, complete me, don't, uh, don't deplete me. And, uh, what were some of the other ones? 118, uh, was, uh, uh, I lost two friends and a cat and my, uh, iPhone cord. I thought that was a good one. 117, entering America through the gift shop. 116, the what if episode, the bonus episode. 115, I'm thrilled there wasn't a horse head in my bed. That was a good one. 114, my doctor, a finger, and rectum. That was good. And 113, uh, no news is good news. So these are some of the, uh, Dumbing It Down with Dave podcast episodes. If you've missed, you can uh, listen to them here on Spreaker or iTunes or uh, where else? Uh, Player FM, I guess. I'm on. I still don't know what's going on. And Spotify, I'm on. I'm still not on iHeartRadio. I need 100 listeners. I can't believe I, I can't get people to click um, whatever it is they need to click on on Spreaker. Although I can believe it because a lot of you don't listen on Spreaker. But that's probably why I'm not getting a lot of comments other than from Linda or Mark. or, or um, There's like a few people that are always are commenting on Spreaker. And uh, anyway, if you can, you know, guys, you know how to do it. Share it. Tell your friends. I know my buddy Pat is doing a lot. Uh, he's always sharing and uh, doing it. And Linda does a lot. And uh, the rest of you, you know, whatever your reasons are, yeah, I, 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 I guess, you know, eventually I'm coming for you. You know, who are the other depleters? Really, Dave, is not enough just to listen to you. We have to do all this other work. Well, I guess the answer to that is no, you don't. But I would totally do it for you. And you wouldn't have even had to have asked me. I would have already done it. So, I, it does. I, I, listen, I do think about little David. And a lot of this in my life has been what is the true essence of Dave Canyon? What, what am I? What am I truly? Where am I truly? And who am I truly? You know, forget about being tainted by the Canyon family and the Weber family and the Hazen family and all the other socioeconomic taints of the world that have affected me so negatively over the last 49 years. Yeah, I'm going to do that because I'm going to say 49 because when I was six years old, I remember being so young and so innocent, so wide-eyed and so energetic and so loving of life and so interested in the world. And everything on TV was fascinating. You know, the wonderful world of Disney and National Geographic and, um, you know, everything. You know, even the Art Linkletter show, you know. No, not uh, yeah, Art Linkletter and Lawrence Welk, for some of you who are old enough to remember. Like, I loved life. I loved everything. And then all of a sudden it just became like, you're not good enough, Dave. You're not smart enough, Dave. You're not like your sister, Dave. You're not like these people, Dave. You're not clean enough, Dave. Your room isn't clean. Your penmanship is sloppy, Dave. You're not Jewish enough, Dave. You're not black enough, Dave, as they moved me out of this neighborhood. 
you know, so I could go to this other school, the yeshiva, because, you know, there was this thought that black people were animals, and that's why I couldn't go to school in Brownsville, New York. Um, there was a lot of this... Oh, yeah, by the way, you're a little David, Dave. You're not even like David. You can't even just be David. You had to be little David because there already was a big David. You know, my cousin, my my uncles, my mother's brother already had a child. His oldest, I think it was the oldest, was David. And then my mother just goes, yeah, I'm going to name my kid David too. <laughs> what a moron. Why would you name your kid the same name as your cousin, as your, as your nephew? Why would you do that? So I was always little David. Anyway, ugh. so before I was tainted with all this negativity and all this false love and respect and admiration, which didn't exist, it was, you know, only because I could do for my parents. When I could do for my parents, I was good. When I couldn't do for my parents, I was bad. And there was just a lot of negativity along the way. Nobody had my back. Nobody had my back. Not one person said, Dave, I, I see what you're going through. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to help you out. I'm going to check in on you. I'm going to be that uncle that you so badly want. I'm going to be that father. Since he can't be here, I'll be that uncle slash father. I'll be that uncle slash father slash brother. I'll be that uncle slash brother slash father slash advocate slash adventure seeker slash nurturer slash supporter slash rescuer slash life guide, tour guide, mentor. Never happened. Zero percent. Everybody was like, well, who cares about him? I'm sure... Harold and Sonia are doing a great job raising that young boy. They have their hands full because they're deaf. Yeah, kiss my ass. <laughs> hands full. Whatever. Anyway, yeah, they, he should be in yeshiva. He should really learn about Judaism because that's going to help him out. Because, you know, when he goes home, he'll live the same Judaism he's studying in school. I'm sure of it. Yeah, it'll be the best thing for him to be such a Jew. Yeah, that didn't happen. Yeah, wait, he'll get bar mitzvahed. It'll be beautiful. Yeah, that was pretty hypocritical. So much taint. A lot of taint. A lot of negative taint. So it was good to see the therapist today. I feel so much better afterwards. I'm clean of all that now. Yeah. She raised her rates, by the way. I'm not really happy about that. So I couldn't commit to another two-week appointment. Usually I go bi-weekly. But you know what? I, <laughs> I'm, I agreed to see her in a month. Maybe in a month. Let's see how that goes. If I feel up to it, I'll see her. If I don't feel up to it, I'll cancel. I don't like holding on to an hour and then not showing up. So I'll, I told her, I, I don't really know how I feel about revisiting therapy at this time. $80 is a lot of money. $60 is still a lot of money, but not as much as 80 When you multiply that over 26 weeks, you know, it's the difference of a couple thousand dollars, I think. And I, I'm just not interested. You know, it's a lot of money. It's not a lot of money, but it's a lot of money. Whatever it is. And I'm thinking maybe, just maybe, I'm going to try to find somebody local. Whether it's local Albany or whether it's local Saugerties. And then again, I'm thinking, I think I just might stop therapy altogether and see if I can keep it together. <laughs> see if I can find my own answers. I'm going to be my own Obi-Wan Kenobi. Because I think learning the lesson of depletion versus repletion, I think that's a huge step in my life. The fact that I know now, when I feel depleted, that I need to get out of that. Whatever it is that I'm in, I need to get out of it. So I'm curious about you, about, you know, for those of you who don't comment, it'd be really nice if you would comment, whether it's via Twitter, at DumbWithDave, at DumbWithDave, or, you know, in the Spreaker comment section, or, um, you know, email, dumbingitdownwithdave at yahoo.com. 
you know, you want to go to iTunes and leave me a five-star rating and review, that's nice too. But, you know, the thing about Spreaker is I love that every show is unto itself. And, and Spreaker gives you a space to easily comment right there, politely and easily comment in the comment section and say, hey, Dave, you're right. You know what? I've been thinking about my relationships, my relationships with my sister or my brother or my coworker or my boss or my mom, my dad or whoever, you know. Why do I allow them to deplete me? Why do I allow them to harm me in any way? Or I used to do that, but now I've gotten rid of them, Dave, just like you. Just like you've learned at this late point in your life at 55 that it's okay to say, oh, guess what? We're not doing this anymore. I'm not allowing you to do this to me anymore. Yeah, you're out. Yeah, but, 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 yeah, no, no. These are all things you should have really, I've never done this to you. You've always done this to me. Oh, it's not true. Yeah, I, it does. It feels very true. And if I'm wrong, I'm wrong. I will admit to that. You know that. I'll always admit to being wrong. But I don't think I'm wrong in this case. I think I'm very right. So, yeah, it was good to be in therapy. It was good to, uh, not really great to revisit all that. I, I don't enjoy revisiting all that, especially, you know, God, it crammed in eight months into, into one session. That was a lot of cramming, maybe seven months. I don't remember. I don't know how long it's been. October, November, whatever. Feels like, yeah, six months at least, right? Because we're in May, so it's five. And then November would be two, so it's seven. Yeah, so it's seven or eight months. Anyway, so that's the story on that. All right. Of course, I can't see the clock, but I can't read it. Where's my glasses? I'm pretty sure it's uh, 17 minutes in. Let's take a breather break, and then uh, and then we'll do the rest of the show. All right, let's do a test. All right, three deep breaths. You know how it goes. Three deep breaths. Three in, three out. Try to make them deeper, 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 deepest, and then hold them at the top, and then we'll exhale, and that'll be our breather break. That'll be our big break on the show because I don't have commercials, and frankly, I don't even know if I need a commercial. But if you are somebody who's interested in advertising on Dumbing It Down with Dave, feel free to contact me, you know, at Dumb with Dave on Twitter or Dumbing It Down with Dave at Yahoo.com. I'd love to hear what you have to offer. You know, maybe maybe there is a relationship we can have that I feel good about, and uh, my listeners would love to hear about whatever product or services you offer. But right now, I'm sponsored by Air. That's it. Because if it's free and clean, you should breathe it. Three deep breaths. Here we go. Ready? Go. All right. That's a good number one. Gauge yourself. Don't uh, don't hurt yourself. Gauge yourself. Don't hurt yourself. Ready? Go. Number two. All right, that was good. I'm satisfied, number two. Not my best, but it's okay. We move on. It doesn't have to be great every time. Just good enough. All right, last one. Really deep. Hold it at the top. It can hurt a little bit, and then let it go. Go. All right, excellent. Way to go. Congratulations. I'm proud of you. You know, it's interesting. On that third breath... I always wonder, am I breathing deeper and it hurts? Or is my body not as strong and it hurts? Like, I really do feel my ribcage expand on that third one. I really do the work. I hope you are too. And because uh, I think it's good for us to take a breather break. I could, you know, sell you a bed, right? Or uh, a pair of shoes or whatever nutrient, vitamin, whatever, you know, junk they're selling on every podcast. I could try to sell you a car or, you know, an app that helps you buy cars or maybe Audible and all that craziness, you know. But... Hey, this is pretty organic. I mean, it's air. You know, it's, if it's clean and free, you should breathe it, right? Uh, 
but I do I do wonder on that last breath I when I feel it am I am I getting better and that's why I feel my rib cage because I'm breathing deeper and I'm expanding it more or am I really in bad shape and I shouldn't be feeling that pain I don't know the answer to that anyway but I continue on because I can't imagine taking three deep breaths is bad for you it can only be good for you right I can't imagine uh, as far as I know none of you have gotten hurt doing this and if you are doing it then you should feel better and I want you to know I still do it during the day like I will do it tonight I will just all of a sudden just hold on to my steering wheel and start breathing now for those of you that aren't truck drivers yeah I mean when you're in the car just like uh, da, da, da. oh look there's the quick check oh look there's Wawa oh look there's Macy's oh that reminds me yeah just take a deep breath can never be bad and for those of you who smoke, I mean, you know, <laughs> you're breathing all the time and you're putting toxins into your body. So I would think you, out of everybody else, is an expert on inhaling, right? So, you know, you would, you know how to breathe. All right. So there you go. Uh, that's uh, that's uh, so far Monday morning, the 13th of May. Did you do the Mother's Day thing? I did Mother's Day thing. I actually went down to visit my mother last Sunday. That was uh, kind of eventful. My father uh, had a, a situation. I got called while I was at the tr- on the treadmill at Planet Fitness last Tuesday or Wednesday. I got a call that my father misbehaved, and uh, they wanted me to come down immediately and have a family meeting. And I'm like, oh, I don't think that's really necessary. Can I just call my dad and you know tell him that he needs to behave? And then it was, uh, oh yeah. Then he did this other thing, and now we have to talk about your father and your mother. And I'm like. Do I really have to travel all the way down to Brooklyn to talk about my parents, 82-year-old parents, misbehaving? Do I really have to do that? So I was able to talk them off a ledge, you know, the nursing home, and say, listen, let me call my dad, and let me just touch base with him, and uh, I think everything's going to be okay. I think we just had a little, you know, uh, 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 a bang in the universe, like some sort of weird thing, but I'm going to clean it up. And I think I did, and I don't know if I cleaned it up 100%, or 80% or whatever percent, but I think things are okay for now. So now I'm kind of forced to have this even deeper, uh, falser relationship with my dad as I call him and we don't talk business. We just talk about him, you know, and, and, and um, you know, hey, dad, how you doing? Oh, okay. So listen, do you, you, are you taking time for yourself? Are you relaxing? Like I have to do this whole thing with him that, by the way, he should be doing with me. <laughs> hey, son, how are you? Oh, you working five days a week? That sounds like a lot. Is that like 70 hours a week? Don't you think you should take a break, son? Hey, son, would you like to go somewhere with me, son? Hey, son. Hey, by the way, you know, I want to do this for you, son. Like, hey, how about your, how's that wife of yours? How's that house of yours? Hey, son. Yeah, see, that never happens. <laughs> but I'm doing that for him. Hey, dad, how are you? Are you okay today? How do you feel? You know, did you go visit a friend? Did you... Did you, did you go to the diner, have a cup of coffee and a donut? Hey, Dad, are you doing something that doesn't involve work, that doesn't involve your wife, that doesn't involve the apartment? Are you doing anything? Like, I have to do all this for him now. I really thought once he was a long-term care, I'd be like, all right, you guys got it, right? Long-term care. You're being cared for long-term, Harold. Your wife is being cared for long-term. So if you just don't misbehave, I won't get phone calls while I'm on the treadmill. You know, I'm trying to get my life in order, you know, trying to downgrade from obesity to, to husky. Can I do that? Can I downgrade from obesity to husky and then from husky to back in shape? 
Is it possible, Dad, you could let me qualify for a half marathon or a marathon? Is it possible you could somehow behave yourself at the age of 82? Can you forget just for a couple of minutes that you're this paranoid deaf person and you think the whole world is talking about you, that the whole world is against you, that you can't trust anybody? Is that possible? I wonder if that's possible, Dad. Probably not. Anyway, so uh, dumbing it down with Dave, the fastest podcast on earth. Pragmatism, truth, happiness, the search for it all. And I'm searching for better parents right now at the age of 55 and a half. Better parents. I hope your parents are good. How are your parents? Do they do they mistreat you? Do they abuse you? Do they, you know, in any particular way, do they overemphasize anything? Do you, do you wish that they didn't do something? Do you wish that they did do something? What is it? I'd like to know. I'd like to know from all of you. Really, the Spreaker comment section should be just overloaded with like a million comments. I'll take 10. By the way, Dave's Fit Life has 95 subscribers. I'm five short of 100. Have you subscribed yet to Dave's Fit Life? That'd be really nice. It's a whole different thing than dumbing it down with Dave. It's about me living in my fit, being fit, and finding fitness in my life. Yeah. Fitting things into my life, trying to get fit, and living in a Honda Fit. So that's a YouTube. That's video. That's, uh, you know, you can see instead of just here. You can actually see this beautiful face. Uh, so check that out. And, uh, of course, always with that, you could comment there on YouTube. And you can feel free to share that with uh, your friends in your universe. But, yeah, I'd like to hear about you, from you, from your parents. That's what the show's all about is interaction. Interact. Just sit there like a lump and deplete. How's your dad? How's your mom? How's your relationship? Did you have that Andy Griffith relationship with your father? Did you have that Mary Tyler Moore? Although well, she never had children in her show. Well, the first show she did, she had Richie. Remember the Dick Van Dyke show? I thought she was an okay mom in that one. But it really wasn't all about her being a mom. But uh, did you have a good mom? Did you have a, a, a Florence Henderson? You know, Flo Hen? F-H? Flo H? Florence Henderson? Did you have a good mama Brady relationship? With your mom? Did you have... Um, did you have any of that? Or did you have an uncle? Or did you have an aunt? Did you have a grandma or grandpa? It's not, it's not always a conventional mom and dad. Sometimes it's others. Did you have a good pastor? Did you have a good rabbi? I bet you didn't have a good rabbi. I don't know if you had a good pastor, but... I don't know. I don't feel good about anybody having a good rabbi in their life. I mean... I guess it could happen. If I'm wrong, tell me. He's, oh, no, I had this Rabbi Schwartz, man. He was great. We would hang out and we would talk and he'd listen. You know, and, uh, oh, he was a world of wisdom. I never have seen that to this very day. I've had one conversation with a very young rabbi when my son was born 22 years ago. And he was also very good. I don't remember his name right now. But he was actually very nice and I kind of wished. Very young. Very um, unorthodox, I think. Yeah, he was not orthodox. He was unorthodox. He was young. One of these newfangled, young, uh, not millennial. It was way before that whole thing happened. But uh, I don't know what happened to him. You know, uh, there's a Woodstock Jewish congregation. And I haven't gone to temple in 22 years. And I'm really not looking for religion right now in any way, shape, or form. So um, I, I just would be curious if anybody has a great rabbi story. Anyway, or Rebitson, by the way. If you have a female rabbi, is it's called Rebitson, I think. Rebitson. I'm pretty sure. I don't really know. Uh, and I don't know what it is in the, in the, in the non-Jewish world. I don't think you're supposed to have a female 
priest or pastor. I don't, I don't know what the rules are. I don't care. You know, I think everybody should be able to do everything. But I know there's all these different rules. And the more orthodox you are, the more stringent you are, and the more less open to differences you are. And whatever. I, I really don't care. I'm just curious if anybody has that go-to. Who's your go-to? You have a go-to? Oh, this is my Rock of Gibraltar. This is my Mount Rushmore person. This is the per- this is the well, this is where I go. We go here, we do this, and at the end of it, we pretty much have figured everything out. Yeah. Anyway, I don't think we have to do a half hour show. Thanks, guys, for listening. I really appreciate you listening. You know, uh, don't forget at Dumb with Dave. Um, you can tweet me there, dumbing it down with Dave at Yahoo.com. You know, and uh, please, I really implore you that you follow me here on Spreaker. I could use more than 59 followers. I need 100 to get to iHeartRadio. I think that would be great if you guys can help me do that. Share everything with your universe. I I don't know what else to tell you. I really would like it if you shared. I'd like people to be more involved. Don't be a depleter. Be a repleter. Be a completer. Okay? All right. And uh, this is a new way of me saying goodbye. Let's see if this sounds good. I hope you like this. Thank you, Linda. Appreciate you helping out. Everyone ready? Ready? Yes, okay. sure. Uh-huh. Good. I will start. Goodbye. Good day. Good night. Good luck. Good riddance. Godspeed. Good rats. And great skills. Good lord, Emma. No, Harry. That would be nine. One too many. Any.